Walking into the kitchen, I plop into my chair. Seeing the bags made my stomach hurt, so I only pick at my cinnamon roll. <sighs> so much for lightening my mood. I give up trying to choke down the sweet breakfast bun and instead search for my parents. I find them huddled in a quiet conversation. They look up when I enter the family room, and my dad pats the sofa next to him. Walking over towards my parents, I sit down where my dad padded. Scooting over, I sink down into the couch. Now, Riley, I need you to help your mother while I'm gone and do as you're told. You know your sisters tend to fight and argue. They soon will grow out of that. I need you to be patient with them and set a well-mannered example. You're my second in command while I'm away, so you really need to listen to your mom. Understand? I nod, but tears well up in my eyes. No, I can't cry! I cross my arms and pinch the tender skin just above my elbow so that the pain is sent elsewhere. I cannot let my father see me cry and think it's because of him. I must stay strong. If not for him, then for the girls, myself, and most importantly, my mom. She sits on the other side of my father with a stiff backbone and a stoic look. On the outside, she appears composed, but Dad and I both know that she tends to pull away from life when faced with these stressful challenges. It will only take a few weeks before she disconnects from all of us, I'm sure. The rest of the morning, my sisters and I follow our dad around. We discuss about why the war seems so important and what it means to him. He promises to write us as often as he can. We, in turn, promise to respect Mom. She doesn't say much. She simply continues her daily tasks, giving me a foreboding feeling that she is shutting off emotionally. That afternoon, Mom's completely on autopilot. She makes Dad his favorite meal, hamburgers and french fries, and we all gather around the table for our last meal together. Maybe going through the motions of daily chores helps her forget about Dad leaving. Or maybe she just wants to enjoy every minute she has left with him. Mom and Dad gaze lovingly at one another, acting like teenagers on a date. I love that my parents remain so in love. The twins argue about nothing important, as usual. Their arguing has got to stop. Why doesn't anyone else see what I am seeing? Mom! I shriek. She doesn't hear the twins arguing about french fries. Why can't they simply ask for more fries instead of stealing some off the other person's plate? Yes, my Riley? Ava and Zoe want more to eat. I say quickly. Instead of poking one another, I really do wish my sisters would speak up about what they want. After lunch, we all pitch in and clean up the kitchen while Dad gets ready. When Dad emerges from the room fully dressed in his fatigues, I feel as though the wind is knocked out of me. This is the last time I will see my father for a year and a half. He holds his head proudly and walks over to Mom to give her an affectionate kiss on the cheek. When he pulls away, she puts her hand on either side of his face and pulls him in for a real kiss. Honk, honk. Pulling away from my mother's embrace, he says, Okay, here we go. My ride is here. He picks up his duffel bags and walks over to the door. No! Wailing, both girls wrap themselves around Dad's legs. He drops his bags. I don't know what to do. I watch my dad as he gently tries to pull the girls away. He gazes at Mom, in search of help, but she finally cracks and weeps uncontrollably. My own tears spill down my cheeks. I press my hands against my heart, hoping they will relieve the ache that settles there. Then a startling thought dawns on me.
This heartache is my new reality. Dad finally shakes the girls. He walks over to Mom, who tightly holds onto a chair to stop herself from crumpling to the floor. He pulls her into a fierce hug, forcing some of his strength and determination into her. He kisses her on her brow. After releasing my mother, he comes to me. I stare past him at his bags. He gently places his finger under my chin and lifts my face. A tear escapes his eye, but he brushes it away as quickly as it fell and clears his throat. In a husky voice, he says, You're my second in command now. My chest burns and my eyes continue to swell with fresh tears blurring everything. He drops to his knees and hugs me tightly. I don't want him to ever let go. Not now, not ever.